So, <clears throat> hello friends. Welcome to this special episode of uh, Green Room uh, on the Spotify Green Room about handloom. And as uh, I was talking, uh, today is the National Handloom uh, Day for India, and it's been it's the seventh year now. So, on this day, we take stock of the situation, uh, how much we have traversed in terms of our uh, handloom sector, and what best more and more we can do for our loom sector. So, Abby, welcome to the uh, handloom conversation. I just wanted to understand what do you think, what do you know uh, about the handloom sector as a as an individual, and if you can tell about yourself a bit, so that you know we can correlate. Oh, so I am actually doing my undergraduate in political science from Delhi University, and. Uh, what i know about handloom sector is that you know it is one of the things that has been very much prominent in india uh, since the medieval period because india has been engaged in a lot of trades and uh, trades and all that but during i guess it was the british period uh, in a, you know for flourishing of the british industrialization there was deindustrialization uh, de of the indian sector in which the handloom sector was also one of the part that got really uh, bad affected because of it. And now what we are trying to do is revive the handloom sector. If we celebrate these days, like uh, we are celebrating today, it kind of, uh, you know, creates an awareness amongst the citizens that, yeah, there is also a sector that is there, which has been with us. And we need to invest in that sector. We need to buy products from that sector so that we can improve that sector because uh, a lot of people are really dependent on it, uh, even though uh, the numbers have come down scarcely uh, compared to uh, before partition, I mean, before independence. But yes, people today are still into it. Uh, uh, handloom sector is rising, I guess. Elite section likes it. Elite section uh, has some kind of uh, fant uh, fantasization about it. So I guess uh, that's that's what I know. I mean, we need to improve it. You know quite a bit, Abby, quite a bit. And in fact, uh, uh, it's nice to know that you are doing political science and so this helps you understand about our social social fabric about the political system uh, and and you can understand that handloom uh, today constitutes a huge number of population who are working into it if i talk of the last figures that i could know of around 40 million people of uh, 40 lakh 40 lakh people uh, are actually involved into this particular uh, sector 40 to 50 black people uh, involved into this sector around, you know, directly or indirectly. And this is, you know, especially in the rural areas, Dickens, this is second uh, to agriculture in terms of uh, work and employment. So if you tell me, Abby, have you used any handloom, handloom products yourself? Well, you're a young man and you must be, you know, buying things for yourself. So what is it that you look for when you go for a buy just need to understand your how much you are aware about the different type of products that are available today well if i go to buy a product then i look out for the quality because uh, me being in a college i have the privileges of my parents so that you know i have the financial support so i go for the quality and i do have handloom products that range from shawls and uh, stuffs, khakis and all that to uh, different products. So I guess I have uh, been buying uh, handloom products since I was uh, in my first uh, first year. So uh, I, I think, I, I mean, I still don't know much about that. I still want to explore it. But 
I guess I've started it, so I feel good. I'm contributing. It's nice to see, Abby, that you know young people are wanting to know more about our uh, Indian growth stories, especially about our traditional uh, wares, about our handloom sector, and this is very heartening because this leads us to you know a comfortable position to understand that uh, people will be more, and especially young people are more aware about getting more aware about uh, the local made products, the handloom products how Indian artisans are working hard to keep our traditions alive about our old way of weaving cloth, uh, you know, vis-a-vis -vis the power looms, vis-a-vis -vis the modern technology. You know, it has a different feel to it. And that is very nice to see. Do If you understand about the handloom sector, do you also understand a bit that there are so many people, especially in the rural areas, who are engaged with it and they are not very rich people they are weavers artisans small handloom you know looms which prepare all this you know cloth for us so do you understand why it is not taken up so much as it should be what is your understanding as a young man well, perhaps the biggest cause of it uh, uh, you know uh, uh, the handloom sector not getting the kind of uh, height at uh, the sectors are getting is first of all the people don't really know how to sell their products because they have they know the techniques they know how to make a product into a fire finished code they know all about this but at the end of the day right now we're living into a very competitive world even if they are producing handlooms which are very much uh, good in quality the big giants uh, are there they come and they buy these products at a very cheap rate and then buy uh, and then sell it into the market with their label tax i guess uh first thing that i think should be done is a state support should be given to such sectors such people who are engaged second thing that more and more people should be educated into special courses it it, it can be a diploma course it you can pursue it after your 10th you can pursue in college a three-year degree a small knowledge about it how the market works and how to sell the products because we know how to make it we just don't know how to reach it to people that is the problem we know how we've uh, what i uh, come to think of it is that uh, as an indians i think uh, we all know what our specialty is the problem comes in you know presenting it that's the biggest problem and i guess uh, for presenting a product into a better way we need more awareness education and a state support of course we need that abhi you have impressed me with your understanding young chap but know so much about you know about the problems about the handloom sector like a like a professional you are very much right marketing is a very big problem for our handloom handloom people uh, to market their products best so that they can get the best price for it in fact uh, if, if you allow me to enumerate the marketing is 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 one of big big factors for our handloom sector to you know take off the way it should and actually then there are other issues like inputs cost you know for the raw materials and all those things they are rising another big aspect of you know handloom back <clears throat> being on the back foot is because of you know they are not able to secure as much credit in so that they can you know uh, in, improve on in terms of technology in terms of the quality of the uh, production capacity, all that thing. And, you know, that's why they are not able to 
modernize their equipment. Then again, there is a huge problem of, you can say, migration to other fields. A lot of loom workers are not finding it profitable. So they are migrating to other fields in terms of jobs. So these things are, you know, the predominant ones which are uh, hampering the growth of the sector as much as it should grow by itself. The rise of the power loom sector, you know, is a big, uh, you can say, hindrance to how the handloom sector should have grown. In fact, I was surprised to understand that 70% of our textiles are, uh, you know, overall are from uh, power looms. You, you get my point. So I don't know if this figure has changed since the time I've learned about it, but that that is a very, very high figure if you look at it vis-a-vis -vis our uh, handloom sector. But then as you said, modern demands are different and people would like to go for different products at different points in time. But handloom does stand a very, very great chance. And with people like you coming into the picture. But tell me, Abby, you talk to your friends. Now, I know about your views. You also talk to your parents about your relatives. Uh, what is their perception of handloom if you have ever discussed it? Uh, when you are going out, as you said, about buying a shawl or even a sari for your mom or even for friends, like buying a kurta. Uh, and, you know, because a lot of people are just familiar about a couple of brands. So how much do you know about others' uh, perception of handloom when they are they're talking about clothes or talking about? I guess when I talk to others and when it comes to the problem, the problem never lies with the quality because they know the quality is going to be absolutely uh, best because it is a product which has been there. They know the skill. The problem comes is that they say that they don't really know where to go and where to buy these products because, um, you know, there are small clutters everywhere. There is no proper showroom because the Indian audience is so much, uh, uh, since the globalization, we are so much, uh, you know, uh, familiar or identified ourselves to the showrooms uh, seeing that we don't know if there is going to be any other way. So I guess that's the biggest problem that they don't know that where to go and buy it. If there is an online site, I think an online online site could be a really great way to present all these kind of things. Okay, but t uh, what about your friends? Suppose uh, if you are going with your friends to the mall uh, or uh, to watch a movie before COVID. Now it's a different situation. Things will be better as we go along, maybe in a couple of months or later. But when you go to a mall, you obviously have some time in hand, either before movie, before lunch, before, you know, and later also uh, after that. So obviously you look at some, you know, shopping, shopping is always there on the mind. You always look at some clothes for yourself. How do you, Look at the handloom offerings that the shop offers in a mall or a marketplace. Usually when I go for shopping, uh, it's usually with my friends. And when we go for a shopping or for say, like I'm going for an, to buy a hand, uh, handloom product, then it would be into a very sophisticated shop. And it is going to be, it is not going to be in every shop. Uh, that is the one thing that I've come across is that you cannot find handloom products, which are the best handloom products, which are really crafted from the hands and all that stuff. You won't find these products on any nearby shop. There are specified shops and big chains, I guess, they're making tons of money. And I'm sure that they buy products, um, you know, at a cheap rate from the people. 
took their are this section and when they see the price tag for example a, a, a normal uh, cloth which has been uh, has the finest quality i guess it's uh, you know relatively higher price than the normal thing that you can buy it um, a product which is a uh, Uh, you know, made in you know industries and all that stuff. So I I guess that's the thing that they come across is that uh, it's hard to find, and when you find it, the cost is kind of uh, you know out of budget because at the end of the day we are all dependent on our. At least I can tell about my friends that we are kind of dependent on the parents and the price that I see is kind of little high or maybe out of the budget for them, for me also sometimes. yeah uh, abi thank you very much for your views i just wanted to understand that from your point of view uh, what steps the government can take uh, the different you know textile uh, people who are part of the textile administration they can take in the growth of our handloom sector the government is already doing a lot of things but from your point of view uh, as far as i know you all already know about the marketing part are there any aspects that you think that the government can certainly do on uh, to improve the quality uh, the the demand for handloom in our country and the quality of lives of our handloom artisans and one thing that government can do is set up an organization because uh, nothing can understand the better plight of the workers than the organization because there should be an organization which is there and one organization should be uh, it should not be very much political because we all know when organizations become political there is nothing good in that uh, so i guess there should be an independent organization which have which should have people who are already into it people who have uh, have known the both you know the traditional handlooms plus they also know about how to do marketing then there should be uh, first shops should be there uh, small shops in metropolitan cities like for example you open up two uh, shops in delhi you see the response of it then you start up using a franchise uh, uh, you know model and you start uh, opening up shops in the metropolitan areas and as the demand increases slowly there should be an online site like you have amazon and flipkart and all the all these sites there should be an online site for all this and uh, this way as the demand rises the prices will also somehow come down and there should be a mar- there would be a marketing because government is doing marketing they are doing uh, they are informing people but uh, at the end of the day it, it's about are people going to really buy it and if they are going to buy it it is going to be uh, through from shops and all comes down to organizing the shop so i i guess uh, setting up an independent organization which knows what is the good thing what is the bad thing how to do it a com uh, team i guess should should be the best way to going forward and those are very nice points uh, abby now just hold on a second we have got uh, shweta she is an entrepreneur uh, let us understand her views on on this particular uh thing shweta if you can uh tell us what are your views the way we are you know moving in terms of handloom and if you if you have any particular question on this hi uh, i just want to put across a point uh, uh nowadays uh, there are lots of brands and uh, influencers uh, and many more uh, 
that they are misleading uh, the customers uh, for the sake of hand loan they are duping the customers for the sake of hand loan because uh, we should understand that a lot of responsibility rides on influencers and brands uh, you have people following you so you you should not uh, you know uh, the product description is so misleading nowadays that uh, the customers go and they buy the you know the clothes and all but later on they came to know that oh they have not bought any handloom material but that that's not handloom but that's power loom so the information must be very transparent because most of the influencers and brands claim uh, a few sarees to be handloom are false they they are power loom uh, so which is fine too but they must tell you that uh, so you know if this goes on then uh, our heritage weaves and crafts this will not be able to survive in a market in a long term yeah okay that's a very nice question uh, i would rather i would put it uh, to abby in fact because a lot of influencers they keep on writing and general public uh, they they read it and and abby is a young guy i'm i'm sure you read a lot of stuff abby so what do you think of influencers people who have got certain following writing on products and especially handloom products how do you take those uh, their opinion on products i guess i would have been at this point my answer would be that if the mnc's are using influencers we have the government the handlooms of the government the government should use their mlas their mps which are there so at the end of the day more who are watching them uh, you know influencers it is mainly millennials and gen z but who's going to watch to an uh, uh, mla and mp it is going to be the generation which is an earning generation now i don't know that millennials do not earn but who is the real generation that wants to you know listen to it and will going to buy it pick up any uh, you know popular minister maybe into the government into the region and give him the credit to uh, you know uh, give the importance to it like for example you are in up for example somebody is in up then there should be a minister who is going to promote handloom and not just for one day or one week or one month i guess he should give it some kind of a post to promote all these things because you see all across the globe right now people are very much interested in buying ethnic uh, clothes you go to mexico people are buying their own and they feel very much proud in wearing them you go to russia they are doing the same thing then it comes to india that why we are not doing this because uh, at the same at the same time the mncs have the power they have the influences of the influencers then there is government government has mps which are duly elected people will listen to them they are giving vote and seeing right now the trend i guess if mps are going to say anything the people will take it seriously mps mps any any of the ruling party perhaps uh, definitely then they will take it seriously and they will put their mind to it and right now there is also this uh, feeling of nationalism and pride so i guess we can attach to it in this way and people will get interested in it that's a nice uh, thought uh, abhi in fact uh, this is this is doable government had also been trying to you know take their schemes to the villages to their you know uh, through their uh, member of parliaments and obviously a lot of work is going on uh, even on the textile front uh, there where we were importing a lot of stuff from china i guess government is very also conscious of that fact and trying to you know boost the concept of vocal for local and make in india on that 
as far as shweta's question on uh, on influencers is concerned my understanding is that uh, the influencers not only have to look at the way they are conducting uh, uh, what you, their their product reviews they also have to understand that any bad product review will not work well for them too in the long run they may influence some people wrong, wrong on wrongly but at the end of the day people are very smart they will come to know about the truth of the product as well as about the truth of the influencers influencers job is to make everything very transparent uh, because they have followers so they have a duty towards their followers first and keep everything transparent to them so that their followers uh, are not cheated in any manner or are not falling victim to any misinformation so that is my understanding of influencers and the brands who are misusing influencers or you can say spending money to unnecessary promote uh, stuff which is not correct the definitions are not correct like the dif difference between the power loom and the hand loom products uh, that is not going to work in the long run because it's a smart generation of people and obviously people are also watching what you are putting on your website and there are people who are working to keep uh, such uh, you know uh, dubious uh, designs in check so that is what i understand on the uh, influencers part i hope ashweta this answers some part of your uh, question if you have any particular question you can ask us again we'll try to answer that uh, in terms of uh, government i i understand that things are working on different uh, levels more and more uh, efforts are being put uh, that's why in 2015 they declared uh, today 7th of august as the national handloom day for india and after that uh, there has been uh, quite a you know emphasis on the handloom sector's growth for example uh, there has been a demand uh, for uh, cheaper yarn dyes and chemicals for the handloom sector then there is a lot of emphasis on training for the people in the handloom sector especially smaller looms because if they have to adopt a bit of modernization better infrastructure for themselves to be able to you know come out with cloth at a much much faster rate uh, they need to have better training of, of uh, modern equipments uh, which helps them perform their work faster better much more elegantly and then uh, the training is very important then uh i guess with time uh, as as we say uh, go along there will be better infrastructure and better stuff uh, going on for them and this will certainly lead to uh, betterment for their uh, for the whole handloom sector so in in a nutshell if you have any any last uh, views on this uh, abby and shweta uh, then we'll go for the closing well i guess in the last what can we really do is really buy the products because uh, giving speeches and doing this who can only create awareness and uh, the things that we have to just go and buy so i guess buying is the only thing that can be really helpful right now okay abhi uh 
yes you are right and and i guess overall if we look at this uh, the most important part of handloom sector is uh, are the weavers the artisans and the small looms their benefits have to be taken care of they need to get the best price possible for their product and it should come directly to them because there are a lot of middlemen who are involved into this whole process some of them are really very nice they really take care of uh, they are uh, giving the right price to the artisans to the weavers to the looms they are buying for and even the some vendors are also very very good in this whole process but uh, with so many of vendors involved so many of people involved in between it is a tedious task to you know to understand even that uh, their growth is happening in the right manner in terms of being treated well so emphasis has to be that their the the real workers on the ground they should be paid the right price for their effort uh, that is one important thing their families must be taken care of well through their earnings and that can only happen that we share the profits with them in a rightful and fair manner second point is that uh, loom workers should see a future for themselves especially a bright future for themselves and their children that is where uh, that is why they will not migrate to other jobs other sectors and keep the rich tradition of our country and our past alive in that hope uh, with that hope i close this particular special edition of handloom conversation uh, hope to see you again abhi and shweta thank you very much thank you for your time have a great day thank you sir